counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. There ain't no second place in Lambo, it's a whole new game. You either go big, go hard, or go on back home. You got to feel it in your gut, you better want it in your bones. Welcome to Lombardi's Legends podcast wags the packers got a big win in the fourth and final preseason game uh, i thought we looked pretty good tonight what's your first take super bowl preview what do you say oh man i love it i love it i like the optimism and i'm not gonna lie it's definitely possible the two best quarterbacks in the league potentially going head to head yeah you never know obviously it's all backups tonight but Uh, That would be something that would be a lot of fun. Uh, Keep those East Coast teams out of it and our Packers. Uh, Sure, why don't we go, you know, old school style and and take out the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. May the best team win. Yeah, you know, I I was so impressed tonight by a lot of the guys that were playing ball. Um, I thought Timmy Boyle looked pretty good overall. I, I know that there's been talk that Kaiser... Um, has looked better maybe in some of the practices or maybe he has a slight edge. Uh, but those two guys, I'll tell you what, they're making it tough for the, the, the coaching staff and for, for Goody to, to make a decision. And I'm starting to lean towards the idea that we have three quarterbacks on the roster this year because um, I think they've both proven that they're NFL quarterbacks. I, I agree. I don't think either of them have done enough to differentiate themselves as clearly uh, the number two guy behind Rodgers, head and shoulders above the other guy. And they both had some mistakes, but they both looked good at times. And they're young, and, and I'd like to see the team just roll forward with both of them on the roster. Yeah, no, I I agree, man. And I'll tell you what, in the fourth quarter here, um, Ford – this young running back just ran over a guy. So I, I know some of y'all will be listening uh, to this maybe and hadn't watched all four quarters, uh, some, some of the folks that listen to our podcast out there. But uh, tune in late in the fourth quarter, the last couple minutes, Ford running over guys, uh, trying to make a case. But also Dexter Williams, really proud of this young man tonight. I know he's had uh, a, kind of an up-and-down preseason, our sixth-round pick out of Notre Dame. Uh, but, uh, you know, battling for that probably third and final running back slot uh, on our offense. And uh, this kid runs over a guy in, on his way into the end zone tonight. Um, Dexter Williams legs. I, I like the kid overall. He had a nice uh, catch on the screen tonight, did some stuff. Um, you know, you watched his body of work over the course of four games. Um, how do you think the running back position is going to be shaken out now? Because it's, it's definitely been competitive after we have Williams and, of course, Aaron Jones. Sure. I think it's clearly going to be those two guys taking on most of the load. In fact, we really haven't seen any of them at all uh, most of this preseason. So uh, I, I think Williams is, is a guy that uh, just needs to, to build some consistency. I'm going to be really curious to see – what role he may have, if any, uh, on the offense this year. Uh, he's someone that can, can pound the ball a little bit in short yardage situations, perhaps. Uh, a little bit um, suspect at times as a receiver, but as you mentioned, uh, made a nice catch and run tonight. Uh, so I think the thing that he's really going to need to do uh, to make an impact is to uh, 
really have one one aspect of his game uh, be sh- uh, sharp and, and something that he can come in and, and do that those other guys ahead of him, uh, maybe not as much, or just to, to give them a break or a breather uh, so they're not having to, to take so many carries over the course of a 16-game regular season. So uh, one other thing about Ford, he's made some nice plays on special teams, so he's a name to keep an eye on. I, I don't know if he'll make this final roster um, you know, right here at the start of the season, but I hope that uh, he's someone that they can keep around because I think he might find a way to contribute in some form or fashion this year. He's so athletic. I, I, I was surprised that we were able to, you know, I, you know, candidly to you Packer fans, I did not know who who he was before we signed him partway through the preseason. And when we got him, uh, I believe he was in Buffalo prior to this, uh, he just, he, he seems to just keep putting in the work, and it's hard to join the team partway through a year. And I agree, Wade. I'm not sure if he makes the roster out of camp, um, but he's somebody to keep an eye on because with these practice squad spots, um, you know, if, if nobody else picks him up, he just looks like the kind of guy who can contribute both on special teams and, and uh, uh, maybe in some uh, select formation. Now, um you and I Can we talk about the defense for a second? Because yeah, that's Marcus, what I was about Marcus, to say. I, I, I yeah. agree, man. What, what, what are you Jones, thinking? Who's, I, Marcus who's, Jones was the guy that stood out to me. I mean, made two splash plays early in the first half and uh, first late in mid first quarter and in second quarter. Um, uh, was involved in in both turnovers um, in consecutive defensive possessions, and that's just something that uh, is going to pop uh, when he. Uh, gets in there and uh, uh, gets the, the basically got the sack uh, that caused the the ball to pop up in the air for Ty Summers, who made a nice play and, and ran it back for a pick six. But credit has to go to Marcus Jones on that because he's the one that uh, really forced that turnover and and forced that play. And then on the next series, uh, he he jumps all over a fumble uh, and is there uh, at the bottom of the pile to pick up that football. So uh, it seems like uh, he was someone that I was keeping an eye on uh, last week uh, and uh, against the Raiders, uh, and he he just kind of stood out a little bit, was getting some pressure on the quarterback. Uh, so that was uh, very encouraging to see. I, I don't know how, um, how likely it is that if he makes this roster, he'll see a lot of time, but uh, if he's someone that can come in in that, Reggie Gilbert role and deliver yeah. what maybe Gilbert wasn't able to do consistently. That's something that would be a, a welcome um, uh, addition to this defense. Like great highlight right there because uh, you mentioned here Reggie Gilbert traded this week a couple days back now maybe maybe even yesterday here um, for a seventh round pick. And that opens up a slot potentially for an outside linebacker role. And, and I mean, Marcus is making a name for himself right there. And you and I both like Randy Ramsey, too. Um, Wags, is this the Twilight Zone? Do the Green Bay Packers have uh, 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 too many outside linebackers right now? Because I, I, I can't remember a time we've had so many pass rushers here. We can never have too many. Uh, I like to see, keep those guys fresh. And if, if you know, um, if the two Smiths are, are anywhere close to as, as good and ha- going to have as much of the impact as we hope that they do, um, if some of these other guys behind them 
can come in and make some of those splash plays, that makes a huge difference for this defense and could be, uh, you know, a big difference in a lot of these games that come down to a field goal or, you know, a couple of plays here or there. As you know, Dane, to win a Super Bowl, you need uh, everyone on the roster to step up and uh, contribute at some point over the season. So good. I, I And, Wags, I, I, are you as pumped as I am right now about friend of the podcast, Shandon Sullivan, playing safety tonight? He's been playing corner uh, previously, but he was playing safety tonight. He was back there as a kick returner. All of a sudden, I'm watching this, and I, at least in my head, I'm going, they're trying to find a spot for this young man on the roster. I think they already have. Uh, that's to me, just shows how much confidence they have in him. And they said, all right, you've done enough as a corner. Uh, you're on this team. Now let's see where else you can help uh, get on the field this year, not just make the roster. So, uh, so very, very happy for Showtime. Um, and he's, he's someone that I think a lot of the, the writers and fans have noticed is has had a, a, a very, very nice preseason. And he's gone out and done everything that he needed to do to earn a spot on this roster. So I will be very, very, very surprised if he's not on this 53. Me too. And he has, he has experience, uh, you know, well-documented. Start, he started some games for Philadelphia last year. So it's just great to – it's just great to highlight a guy like that. Great guy uh, who, who, you know, just battles uh, every preseason game and, and throughout camp. So we're super happy for him. Now, are there other guys, anybody else, um, as we're starting to wrap up here, is there any other guys that just popped off the screen tonight for you where you go, oh, my goodness, this guy is, is trying to make a name for himself? Yeah, I think sticking on the defensive side, I was really happy with what I saw from Kiki Kingsley. I thought he was very active up front, got the hands up and, and batted. I think at least I, – I thought he batted two balls. I, I know he had at least one, um, you know, was putting some, getting some pressure on the quarterback and, and really looked like he belonged uh, up the middle playing next to uh, James Looney. Uh, so I think those two guys, you know how much I love Looney. So I think those you two do. guys yeah. have had a really nice preseason as well. And uh, Kingsley's been a little bit quieter, but tonight I thought uh, he was very, very active. And uh, boy, oh boy, uh, when you can get some contributions uh, from uh, a couple of additional interior linemen, like I think we may be able to with those guys, that can make a huge difference for this defense too. So I'm, I'm just overall, I'm very, very pleased with the progression and, and what we're seeing from some of these guys that um, uh, will be on the roster and, and uh, having to provide some depth um, and uh, probably play and uh, at least uh, getting some snaps out there. So uh, that's been kind of the um, uh, silver lining to not seeing as much of the starting units um, on both the offensive and defensive side. Is I think this has been a, a very, very positive uh, preseason in terms of the development of some of these young guys, not just getting a look at what they can do. So I planned or not, I like how this is shaken out for this coaching staff and for this team. I think this is going to pay dividends for us down the road. Greg, is this one of the deeper teams you've seen in recent years in Green Bay? I mean, I – I'm I'm watching these guys right now, and I look position group by position group, and I start to go, man, it's going to be hard to cut a quarterback. 
man, it's going to be hard to cut a running back. Tight end, how many can you keep? O-line, wide receiver, and that's just on the offensive side of the ball. Um, it, we're going from we're going from 90 right now all the way down to 53. I'll tell you what, I do not want to be the GM of the Green Bay Packers over the next week because they're going to have to cut some really talented Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they may be able to swing a couple more trades. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised, nothing against uh, Reggie Gilbert, but I was pleasantly surprised that we were able to pick up a draft pick for him. And, yeah. and I, I, I get it, it's just a seventh-round pick. But that's anytime you can get a, a draft pick, that's, that's a capital and, and that's a big deal. So uh, the two position groups I'm looking at the most closely – we talked probably quite a bit about one of them, uh, certainly is, is wide receiver. And then in that secondary group, I think we've had some guys perform very, very well in both of those uh, uh, units. And so it will be interesting to see what they decide to do and if uh, perhaps if any of those guys end up getting uh, flipped for a draft pick that we can uh, utilize down the road. Yeah. No, so stay tuned, folks. I mean, this is going to get – um, pretty pretty busy, pretty quick. I know we're going to do a, a final position group um, with with the DBs, but we keep getting sidetracked because there's so many other things that are going on with all these preseason games and final cutdowns. Um, but wait, I'm going to give you final word because um, I'm just I'm jacked up. I'm ready for the season uh, after to uh, after this week. Now we've got real football Thursday night. Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears, and I think we're going to go win a football game. Yeah, I think uh, judging by the stash that uh, Rodgers is growing, I think we've got some good karma going. I I feel good. I you know uh, we'll see. I, I but I am I'm very optimistic. You know, it's hard to say for sure uh, how sharp the offense in particular will be and, and defense. But hopefully there's no signs of rust and, and all of the reps that they've been getting in practice uh, do translate out there and they're ready to go because it's going to be a tough game. But um, let's go get it, man. Let's set the tone yeah. right away in the season. Let's just, let's take this division back. Uh, you know that everyone um, is looking at this as a three-team race, but uh, we have a chance to go down to Chicago and make a statement week one that the NFC North – goes through Titletown and Green Bay, Wisconsin. Wags, you're giving me goosebumps right now. Let's get you in the locker room because I'm jacked up. Let's go hit some people. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.